Praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Julius Adewumi of the Gospel Distribution Ministry. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. I want to go continue with the book of Revelation, Revelation series. We are going to part 4 right now, which is starting from the Revelation chapter 4, where the Lord called up Apostle John into the heavens. After God came down, after the Lord Jesus Christ came down first to the earth to manifest to him and give him the letter, the letters to the churches, as we have said in chapters 2 and 3. Now, in chapter 4, we are going to read, and I will just believe that the Lord will open our understanding, yours and mine, and give us more insight in this revelation. Like the word of God says, Blessed is he that readeth and they that keepeth the prophecy of this book. And you are blessed for listening to this. And I am blessed for reading it to you. And the Lord Himself is going to give us more revelation and insight of what is coming to happen that He has prophesied through Apostle John. Like I said in the beginning of this series, God was the author of the book of Revelation. He, he also authored the book of Genesis. But because He was the only one that was there when Adam was created, and He revealed it to, to Moses. And he gave us the beginning of all things on the earth, and he also gave us the ending of all things as we see in the book of Revelation. Now let's go to Revelation chapter 4. After this, I looked. This is Apostle John writing in verse 1. After this, I looked, and behold, a door was opened in heaven, and the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet talking with me which said come up either and i will show thee things which must be hereafter immediately i was in the spirit and behold a throne was set in heaven and one sat on the throne now he's going to describe what he was being shown verse 3 and he that sat was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone and there was a rainbow round about the throne in sight like unto an emerald and round about the throne were four and twenty seats. And upon the seats I saw four and twenty elders sitting, clothed in white raiment, and they had on their heads crowns of gold. Now let me stop right there and talk about these elders. Now when Apostle John said he saw elders, it means the way they looked, they were not angels, they were human beings, that's why I call them elders and they look old older brothers older men to him compared to his age so he called them elders so we can say they are human beings that's why he called them elders now who are these 24 elders is what you should begin to ask yourself now let's first talk about the truth that was set in heaven when this thing was being said it is saying i will show you things that are to come so god indeed was showing to Apostle John what is being staged in heaven or what will be staged in heaven. Because when you begin to when we go further into the chapters, we will see that the the Lamb of God that came forward has already been slain and crucified and died for us and was taking the, the book out of the out of the one that sits out of the hand of the one that sits on the throne. And then that was the beginning of the redemption process for humanity. It is not just the beginning of the redemption, but the beginning of the process of taking over the earth, as you will see as we go on in this chapter. So what the Lord was showing to John here in this in this particular 
setting where he says he saw elders sitting is symbolizing how God has elevated some different brethren, some elders. And who are these elders? Should be he elevated them to be sitting around about his throne. Whether they are already sitting right now or in the future does not really matter. That is whether they are already transported to heaven. I mean these elders or they will be transported to heaven when they get to the new world to come or new heaven to come whether they will be sitting like that around about the throne it is either a futuristic or something that is already taking place now but they call them elders shows that they were human beings now who, are, who can these elders be we can only look at the bible and speculate because their names are not given but we can look at the bible and speculate now with, well, let's let's take some step-by-step -step analysis of this now this is the revelation the lord has given to me that i'm trying to use to explain to you who these elders can be if you look at the old testament before the lord jesus christ came you can see those that are heroes of the bible that we can call they pleased god in their own way from Adam all through through the old prophets, all the old testament prophets, all through to the time of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, if we say they must be these elders, maybe some representatives of some of those heroes of the Bible that have passed on. If that is, if we take that stand, then we will be saying, How come that they are now sitting around the throne of God? Are they spirits that are just sitting around the throne of God, or are they human beings that have been resurrected and taken up or are they just those that we do not know of well i would take i would like to take the position that they are representing elders from the time of adam all through which i don't i'm not going to name some names i can only speculate whom i think will be in those 24 but they will be elders that are either resurrected with the lord jesus christ when he resurrected in Matthew chapter 27 and 28 you will see the story of when Jesus Christ resurrected some saints the graves of some saints were opened in, in the Palestine area and they came out of their graves now I believe and from the revelation God has given to us those saints that came out of their graves after the Lord Jesus resurrected they didn't go back to the grave since they didn't go back to the grave they should have and uh, must have gone up with him invisible to us but they must have gone up with him away with him to heaven now when we say away with him to heaven which means they were not in heaven before no they were not in heaven they were in a place a resting place for the dead in Christ or for the dead saints which we perhaps we call paradise so their spirits were resting in paradise and you will see the difference when you get to chapter 5 where souls that were under the altar of God crying unto God for, for for God to avenge them that shows that being under the altar means they were not in the same heavenly place where the throne of God was set but they were not on earth they were in between the throne where the throne of God was and uh, was set and where they were was called paradise that's what we call it paradise where the spirits are being kept until the day of resurrection now the Lord Jesus Christ made it known to us when he came out of the grave by himself and didn't go into the spirit world but he took his physical body out of the grave and went up into the sky by going up into the sky after he resurrected shows to us that there's a different place 
where the the saints of God that that leave this planet without seeing death and where the Lord Jesus Christ went up into heaven is different from where the souls of them that are dead where they are resting because their body will be in the grave and their spirit will be somewhere in between the sky heaven that Christ went to and the physical earth where we are at so that is what I'm trying to point to you here in this exhortation now let's go further and see that who are these 24 elders then I can only speculate and say they will have to be some of the heroes of the Bible from the time of Adam pick some 24 that you think they please God so much and you can you your bet will be just as good as mine so let's leave it like that but the Bible said they were elders means me they were women and we'll go for that in another Bible verse when these elders were speaking they said thou hast redeemed us unto our God which means they were human beings now let's go on in verse verse 4 and verse 5 now he said this elder this, I saw 420 elders sitting clothed in white raiment white raiment also symbolize righteousness means they were saints just like we are and they are 10 they had on their heads crowns of gold they were also given crowns just like we also we receive crowns from the Lord Jesus Christ verse 5 and out of the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices and there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne which are the seven spirits of God and before the throne there was a sea of glass like unto crystal now I want you to take note of that verse verse 6 Say before the throne there was a sea of glass like unto crystal and in the midst of the throne and round about the throne were four beasts full of eyes before and behind now uh, let me stop right there and explain this when I say take note of that crystal the sea of glass because you will see that it says they are before the throne when we go to some other Bible verses in chapter 6 or chapter 16 where the, some saints were brought up to heaven and they were standing before this on the sea of glass before the throne of God make us to know that they were no more on the planet earth by that time that they were on the sea of glass because they were said to be on the sea of glass make us to know that there must have been a translation from the physical earth onto that sea of glass whether they are spirits after they were beheaded or they were resurrected and taken up to that sea of glass is what we are saying either they are resurrected or their spirits were caught up to heaven but they were standing on the sea of glass in before the throne of God so that's why I say take note of that sea of glass that was before the throne of God there because when you see the saints in chapter 16 standing upon the sea of glass it will make us to be able to pinpoint what is the timetable of events that make them to be appearing there just before the wrath of God was poured upon the earth in chapter 16 you will see that sea of glass that the saints were standing there again upon the sea of glass that showed that there will be a taking away from this earth to stand before God of the saints of God, I mean the saints that were dead or those that were alive that will be taken to stand before God when they appear on that sea of glass. That is what will be our, more like our, what we use to identify that where are they right now? They were before the throne of God compared to whether they were on earth. Now we talk about this four beasts. What does this represent? Were they just beasts or they were just symbolizing something? The many scholars, many Bible scholars have said these four beasts actually are symbol symbolizing something. That is, they symbolize 
some particular things that God is trying to reveal. That is, they are not really that there will be beasts in heaven. I mean, this type of beasts that are four faces and so on. But they can also be. Why not? Because when the Lord manifested in the book of Ezekiel, he also saw beasts that looked like beasts to him. And they were running, and the angels that he called them cherubs, they have four faces and things like that. They are different beings that God has created. But this is represented here as beasts. And let's see the description of them. And verse 7 says, And the first beast was like a lion. And the second beast like a calf. And the third beast had a face as a man. And the fourth beast was like a flying eagle. And the four beasts had each of them six wings about him. And they were full of eyes within. And the rest not day and night saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. Now let's stop right there again. Now when you look at Revelation chapter 1, and you see the same manifestation I said, the, the Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. Who was that fellow? It was the Lord Jesus Christ that manifested in John in the God in the Revelation chapter one to Apostle John, and he said, He is Alpha and Omega. He said, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, who was and is and is to come. We said that was the Lord Jesus Christ. He was when he, we use past tense for somebody that died so that was why he used the, the, the now the, the, the verb I was to show to make you to know that it was the one that was on the throne that came as the Lord Jesus Christ whom we say died on the cross and he said I, I, and he is right now means that he rose again from the dead and he's still alive today that's what he is means he rose again from the dead and he's still alive today which means it was the Lord Jesus Christ who came and died on the cross and rose again that is represented by he was and is now who is to come he is the one that is to come because we are expecting him again to come back because he went into heaven and said I will come again and the, angel, the two angels said this same Jesus who went up before you will come in like manner and we are all expecting the Lord Jesus Christ to come back so he used those three representations of himself as he was as somebody that died he is as somebody that is still alive because he rose again and he is to come as somebody that is being expected to come back so that is that same person that is on the throne in Revelation chapter 4 chapter 4 to make us to know who actually is sitting on the throne that we've been called holy 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 it was God Almighty and it was the Lord Jesus Christ who was and is and is to come that is being represented as God Almighty here so you can see that the Godhead is one. One spirit that manifested to mankind. He was and is and is to come. Let's go on. Verse 9 said, And when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne, who liveth forever and ever, the four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that liveth forever and ever, and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. That is the end of chapter 4. And what is this chapter telling us? This is what the Lord is revealing in this chapter. 
while it was his, his throne was being set in heaven and God Almighty was symbolized as sitting upon the throne because it has to be God Almighty he said it was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone and a rainbow around about it so we know deity was sitting upon the throne but who was this deity upon the throne the Bible said the, the, the four beasts were calling him holy 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 Lord God Almighty so we know it was God Almighty that was on the throne but they also say he was and is and he is to come well if he is the Lord God Almighty that was and is and is to come that must be the Lord Jesus Christ that died and rose again and is coming back do you understand what I'm saying you say well, wait a minute how could he be he called himself the son and his father was the one but how come that his father will not be him or the spirit that is in him if he was and is and is to come when did his father come to die we know the Lord Jesus Christ that was that, that was and is and is to come he's the only one that came and died on the cross and rose again that's why he said I and my father are one and same and the same person that's what he meant he and the father are one so God manifested in the flesh sin of angels preached unto the Gentiles justifying the spirit and receives up into glory just God Almighty that was and is and is to come and pray that the Lord will open your understanding to be able to see this revelation that the Lord Jesus Christ whom we are serving is God Almighty that the whole world has been calling God Almighty who manifested to us in the full man flesh and one more thing the four and twenty elders were worshipping this person on the throne calling him God Almighty and they say he created all things and for his pleasure all things were created that was God Almighty indeed now remember you cannot worship two people two different people however if the president that you worship suddenly went to a room and changed his clothes and put on a a dress like a like the uniform of a soldier and you know he's the president you can still worship him also because he's the same president even though he's not dressed like a like a military man you can still worship him because you know whom he is and that is what is going on god almighty on the throne we manifest again in another form in a moment when we get to chapter 5 and I believe the Lord will open your understanding to be able to see this because it was the same Lord Jesus Christ who manifested who, came to, who was God Almighty that came to the world and rose again and went up to heaven and he said we are two or three are gathered together in my name there am I in the midst of them you see the Bible is actually a revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ a revelation of God manifesting to save mankind because it was the only God that have the patience to save mankind. No angel can do it. No angel can do it. He himself, that is the most gentle, the most forgiving, the most merciful, is the one that put away our sins and came, not in putting our sins unto us, to reconcile us unto himself according to the scriptures. And that is what the Bible is telling us. God himself, giving us the ministry of reconciliation, it's not in putting sin unto mankind but it's calling you to come back unto you say come unto me all you that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest and in the book of Isaiah he said though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow the same God Almighty that manifested to Isaiah the prophet is the same God Almighty that came and said come unto me all you that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest he didn't say my father will give you rest I will give you rest it was the father that manifested in form of the son I pray that the Lord will open your understanding to understand this revelation that Jesus 
is God manifested in the flesh. Now I'm going to go into chapter 5 and let's see what is the reason for setting up this throne in heaven and what is God trying to derive out of this. God set the throne in heaven to make us to know the fact that the elders, the 24 elders that are sitting about the throne, that are worshipping he that sat upon the throne and calling him Lord God Almighty, these elders are human beings that God has elevated and that is part of the plan of God. God created this planet earth and put man upon the earth for his own purpose. And one man, and the Bible said in the end, God's tabernacle will be with men upon the earth. And to show that that is exactly the plan of God, he already set up his, his throne in heaven where men are sitting around about him, 24 elders that are going to sit around about him on seats like, like kings before him, because he is the king of kings. And that is what God is representing here, that he is elevating man to the position of dignity. And it's tied with those 24 elders, and there will also be many more sons that are brought into glory. When the Lord Jesus Christ shall finish the work, the first fruits shall follow the Lamb wherever he goeth. And God has a plan, and that plan is being revealed to us little by little as the time passes on. Because God is telling us, He is going to dwell among men. In the book of Revelation, chapter 21 and, chapter 21 and 22, you will see the plan of God being manifested that God is going to dwell among men and we shall see him and this is an example here in the chapter 4 that the 24 elders who have their seats round about that throne worshipping the God Almighty that sat on the throne and because God wanted to dwell among men that's why he came in form of a human being to put on the flesh and die like a human being and rose again by himself as God and he's coming back to make us to be like him so that we are also be going to live and live with him as priests and kings for him and we are going to reign with him on this planet out reigning upon the whole universe that he has created isn't that a great thing that God has made as elevated man and in the book of Psalms the, the prophecy through say, David said uh, that God has exalted man above all that he has created you can see exactly what I am saying in that chapter that David was given that revelation saying, what is man that thou art mindful of him O God that God has a plan for mankind. He exalted man above all that all the other things that God created. In chapter 8 of, of uh, Psalm, the book of Psalm, he said, O oh Lord our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth, who has set thy glory above the heavens, out of the mouth of babes and sucklings as thou ordained strength because of thy enemies, that thou mightest steal the enemy and the avenger. Verse 3, When I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, see what God has created in the heavens, and all the things he created he said the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained he said what is man that thou hast mindful of him and the son of man that thou visited him see God visited mankind and put on the flesh like us to live among us because that is his plan of the ages before he created the heavens and the earth that is his plan that the tabernacle of God will be with men on earth and he put on flesh like us verse 5 says for thou hast made him a little lower than the angels in that man has to die and go to the grave and things like that is lower than the angels who never died he said thou made him to a little lower than the angels and has crowned him with glory and honor it was honor for God to make elders of human beings that are elders to sit 24 elders sitting around about his throne that is an honor and verse 6 said thou made him to have dominion over the works of thy hands and God has put everything on this planet earth under our feet 
that we should rule upon is not only rule upon the physical things God created, even rule upon the spirits, upon the devils, upon the satanic spirits. We are to rule over them on this earth. He said, We shall reign upon this earth. God has it that spirit being putting on flesh like us, we that are spirits that are in that are encaved, like we are enclosed in this physical flesh, we are the one that shall have dominion over and authority over the spirits that are living upon this earth. So that's why God put on physical flesh like us to show us how to do it and how he is going to have dominion over all things through mankind and the bible went for i said god has made him to have dominion over the works of thy hands thou hast put all things under his feet verse 6 thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands thou hast put all things under his feet all sheep and oxen and the beasts of the field the fowl of the air and the fish of the sea and whatsoever passes through the powers of the seas O oh Lord our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. God has said all these things to be so. And we can only just praise him. When we remember and realize what God has called human beings unto, and especially we that are Christians that he has called to understand this and to yield our body to him and our spirit and our life to him. When you understand what he's calling you unto, that the glory that is to be revealed in us is great. Whatever trouble we are going through in this world now, whatever is the sorrow or pain, or the giving up of the worldly things to, to sanctify ourselves to him, those things that look like suffering is nothing compared to the glory that God wants to reveal in us. I mean, we are going to be kings and priests for God. Just think about that. God is elevating mankind to sit on about his throne. 24 elders are already sitting on about the throne of God. And man will be having dominion over the whole universe, physical universe that God has created. That is his plan. My brother and my sister are listening. Don't miss this opportunity. Don't trade it for nothing. Because the suffering of this present time is nothing compared to the glory that he wants to reveal in you and in me. If you will only overcome, if you will only hang in there believing God and sanctify yourself to be a partaker of this divine nature that God is calling you unto. And that is why he's changing us to, to be like him. To have the holiness like him. So that we can live with him in that heavenly realm. In that new heaven and new world that is creating. Won't you accept him as your Lord and Savior today if you are still on the borderline? Won't you get serious with God today? If you are still playing games. Doing some sins when you should not. Because without holiness no one, no man shall see the Lord. That's what the Bible says. You've got to be holy like he is holy. And he's trying, he's stretching his arm to you to make you so. By giving you the Holy Spirit. If you will yield your body and accept him as your Lord and Savior and ask him for the Holy Spirit and he will give it to you and then from there forward the Holy Ghost will walk in you this new life so that you will not be doing it by yourself it is he that walketh in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure I want to pray for you right now Father I pray for those that are listening make their heart to surrender to surrender to the Lord Jesus Christ so that they will want to live that holy life they want to please God because great things God has in store for mankind in the new heaven and the new earth may we not miss it lord in the name of jesus christ write to us and i will send you some monetary write to gospel distribution ministry evangelist julius adewumi write to the gospel distribution ministry post office box 71027 phoenix arizona 85050 usa on the internet our web address is ww you have to spell it out one word gospel distribution and you can send us email, send email to webmaster at gospeldistribution.org. God bless you. 
Jesus loves you.